So, when was your last checkup? Oh no, not you. Although that's important too, but when was your last vehicle checkup? When it comes to service, nobody knows your Chevy better than your local Chevy dealer. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule an appointment today. 720 WGN. 70 minutes. That's how much of daylight we are adding this month. So, it's so nice that the sun is not going down right now, and we've had a little bit of sun today, so everybody's in a better a better mood, I would say. Hey, thank you for listening to the Lisa Dent Show. Let's meet Chad Merkin, a professor and director of the International Institute for Nanotechnology at Northwestern University. This is all about cancer vaccines, and I think I think a lot of people haven't heard of cancer vaccines, but there are actually a few out there, right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I mean, there's a big uh, effort uh, across uh, much of the world that uh, is focused on uh, learning how to uh, train one's immune system to eradicate uh, a wide variety of diseases, including different forms of cancer. So cancer vaccines are a form of immunotherapy, right? That's correct. Yeah, so it's uh, basically uh, all vaccines uh, involve uh, two things. One, something to stimulate your immune system. Uh, and the other uh, used to train your immune system to eradicate uh, something that you'd like to get out, uh, infectious disease, for example, COVID, we just went through all that. Uh, but in the case of cancer, uh, it trains on, on, on specific cancer cells so that your immune system selectively eradicates those cells. When my son was 12 and we had a dear family friend who was suffering from cervical cancer, I sat him down and talked to him about Gardasil and, you know, gave him the ins and outs and, you know, wanted his input. I wasn't going to force him to to get it. Uh, he chose to do it, went back and got the booster a few years ago. Is that one of the first on the market for younger people? Um, you're kind of getting out of my area of expertise. I'm more in the trenches in terms of, of developing the, the shots on goal. Uh, so I don't want to provide uh, a whole lot of medical advice in that regard. But uh, um, what, what, what we're really about is, is developing uh, uh, forms that allow you to uh, not uh, prevent it, but to uh, treat it after you have it. Ah. Um, so uh, uh, instead of uh, dealing with chemotherapy, you can uh, uh, use this type of immunotherapy to uh, build up a defense that, that uh, more gently and, and selectively uh, gets rid of those cancer cells. Well, at that point, then there's really no vaccine hesitancy, because if you've been diagnosed with cancer, you want any option that you possibly can get your hands on. And I'm imagining a lot of people would be clamoring for that. So uh, some of the science was born in Chicago. Can you tell us about it? Uh, yes. So, 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 look, lots of people have been trying to develop vaccines for many years, and, and uh, there has been uh, really very little success in the, in the cancer arena. Um, but some of that has to do with uh, the way people go about developing uh, vaccines. Um, traditionally, as I said, there, there are these two components, one to stimulate your immune system, one to train your immune system. And you have to get them working in concert uh, to get the right effect. Um, a, a, you know, a friend of mine likes to use the, the, the metaphor of, you know, let, let's say that you, you know, you had a drone hovering over your head um, and you uh, had to get rid of it. It was an assault drone uh, and uh, you had uh, four sticks of dynamite and four igniters. Uh, and your approach to getting rid of that drone was to um, uh, basically uh, throw all the igniters up with the sticks of dynamite and hope that the two come together or two of them come together at the right time. 
uh, in uh, near the drone to, to ultimately wipe it out. Uh, that's been kind of the approach that's been taken in, in terms of developing cancer vaccines. And so what we've done at Northwestern is developed a way to use nanotechnology to take those components, put them together, the stimulant and the trainer, uh, to uh, uh, deliver them to cells to, to get the timing right uh, to ultimately maximize their impact. Uh, and it's pretty exciting. We've gone across uh, 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 seven different uh, forms of cancer, uh, nine different cancer models, uh, and in all cases, we've been able to dramatically increase uh, vaccine efficacy. So I'm looking at breast cancer, lymphoma, cervical cancer, melanoma, colon cancer, glioma, brain tumors, and prostate cancer. Boy, That's that gives right, yeah. that gives hope to a lot of people, and your success rate has been pretty impressive. Well, it's it's high. Remember that we're, we're studying though in, in small animals, uh, and so uh, all therapeutic development goes through stages. Uh, but what's exciting about this is really the approach. As I said, it's it's learning how to take those signaling elements and putting them together in a way that maximizes the efficacy of the vaccine construct. Um, so you're no longer just throwing up sticks of dynamite, hoping they find igniters at the right time uh, to, 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 to take it out. You're, you're putting it together in, in, in a structural form that maximizes uh, impact and max, maximizes uh, efficacy. Uh, and so our, our kind of teaching to the rest of the world is that uh, if you're trying to develop vaccines, use this type of structural control to maximize impact. Chad Merkin is a professor and director of the International Institute of Nanotechnology at Northwestern University. You know, the first question when you hang up, everybody's going to ask, well, how, how soon? Like, when, when, when will I be offered something like this if I'm fighting cancer? What is your answer well, to that? Yeah, so some of these structures are already in the clinic, uh, not the vaccines themselves, but the stimulants, because um, it turns out you can uh, use uh, uh, the stimulator, in this case, the, the nanoconstruct that's a stimulator, in concert with things called checkpoint inhibitors, things like Keytruda, to maximize their performance. Um, the vaccines themselves, when we put together the, the stimulant, the adjuvant, and the trainer, which is something we, we call an antigen, uh, those constructs are, are, will, will be going into the clinic, uh, we'll call it late, late this year, uh, this year or early next year. Um, and we have to go through the same sets of clinical trials to, to validate what we see in small animals. Um, but uh, the early data uh, across the board looks really, really promising. And will vaccines become the replacement ultimately for chemotherapy? Uh, I certainly believe they will be a major uh, uh, alternative to chemotherapy in many cases. You know, it's, it's very difficult to say total replacement in, 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 in treating uh, you know, disease is, is, is complex and is uh, uh, um, uh, uh, difficult to address as, as many forms of cancer are. You know, there will be low-hanging fruit. Um, uh, where, you know, you get uh, great responses and you, and you go down those paths to, to kind of validate, and then you'll expand from there and ask how far can you go. And is there a personal reason why you chose this as your path, why you're dedicating your life and your effort to cancer vaccines? Well, my, my father died of cancer, um, but uh, I, I, it's not just because of my father. It's because it, it, there's it, it, nobody you can run into who, who hasn't been impacted by the disease. And, and uh, learning how to use uh, the technology that we you know, develop at Northwestern to really make an impact in, this, in the treatment of this disease is, is a passion of mine. I'm so thankful for people like you. We appreciate what you do, and we hope that you'll continue to make appearances on the show as this progresses. 
Well, thank you very much. Thank you. That is Chad Merkin, professor and director of the International Institute for Nanotechnology at Northwestern University. Boy, the changes are coming fast and furious, and it's good news. It's really good news. Newsroom temperature check coming up next, but first, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.